0: second let me brag on my what is going on everyone welcome welcome back to the one and only transparency diary it is i the lovely jv price i am your fabulous host and the creator of this podcast Of course, I am so thankful for everyone who clicked this episode as we kick off the new season of The Transparency Diary. So thank you guys so much. You guys know that the love and support that you guys extend to me never goes unnoticed and it is greatly appreciated. So thank you guys for coming back and supporting me throughout this entire journey. Also, a very huge shout out to my good friend, the talented Jordan Armstrong for blessing us with his vocals. That song that you guys heard as my theme song, that is from his latest single titled My God. It is available on all platforms. You can also catch it on BET. So make sure you guys do me that favor and go check that out, okay? Because the song is fire and it is a perfect, perfect match for this podcast episode. So thanks again, Jordan. Much love to you and your beautiful wife, Nisi. You know I love, love, love you guys. Now, before we get into this topic, you guys know we are going to open in prayer because this is a Christian podcast. So, first and foremost, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you today for waking us up and giving us another opportunity to see the day that you have created, Father God. We thank you for your divine protection, your divine alignment, and just for keeping us, Father God, in this world. We pray for all the believers and all the non-believers, Father God, as you allow yourself to show up in their life. I pray that this podcast message blesses all listeners and the person that you have assigned this message to reach, Father God. May it bring them closer to healing, transparency, growth, and faith, Father God. And most importantly, may it bring them closer to you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Now, on to the bigger questions that you guys have about where have I been? What is new? And I must say that everything is new. I have transitioned into a completely different person since the last episode dropped in November. I am on a personal journey of healing. My relationship status has also changed, so I'm going through some differences with that. But this year has basically been about me finding myself, me knowing myself, and me becoming more of a who Jamaica is and more of who God has called me to be through every transition that God puts in my path through every struggle you know just finding my authentic self living in that walking in my truth and being who I am unapologetically hence the name of this episode authentically me You know, it's kind of crazy when you transition from one space to another and you shift from season to season, you don't realize you're simply in a cocoon stage. In a cocoon phase is where you grow the most, it's where you develop the most, and it in turn allows you to move on to become a flourishing butterfly. So I'm just now realizing that up until this point, I have literally been in a cocoon stage and now I'm finally able to flourish as a butterfly. This is also the reason why I've chosen to wait to put out content and episodes for my podcast because for one, I just didn't want to put anything out there just for the sake of saying I did it or just for the sake of trying to appease to my listeners, no offense. But you know, transitioning from one space to the next, I needed to make sure that I got the word and the vision for this podcast and the message that I put out from God. Very heavy on the, I get my direction from God and I need to make sure that this is what he wants me to do. So I know that I'm in alignment with his will and I'm doing my purpose fully and authentically. So with that being said, the Holy Spirit has released me to go back to doing my podcast. So here we are. Now I chose this particular topic for many reasons. Now you guys know that I'm very huge on transparency in addition to self-reflection and self-evaluation. Um, And I just came to a place of realizing from now backdated to November, God has completely solidified who I am with being authentically me. He had revealed and uprooted some things in me that I didn't even notice or some things that I noticed that I have come into alignment with that didn't belong to me, meaning that I was picking up some things and some characteristics and mannerisms from other people or outside sources that did not align with who I am, or my own desires. But not only did God reveal to me who I am, he also revealed to me who I'm not. So today I walk upright in a more bolder, a better version of myself, a more powerful and unapologetic version of my highest self. And that, my friends, is what sets the foundation for everything else in life. Just being able to authentically embrace ourselves is just an essential key to obtaining and maintaining true happiness within ourselves, in addition to being able to walk fully in our purposes. This was my entire journey from last year to now. So let's get transparent about it. So what does it mean to be authentic? Being authentic means being true to you being true to your core values, your true feelings, and your beliefs, staying true to your likes, your dislikes, and your morals no matter what. That means the environment can change, the people around you can change, but who you are at your core remains the same. You are genuine in who you are, meaning you are yourself and you accept yourself, past, present, good, bad, and ugly. And with all of that, it means knowing who you are, first and foremost. I think what makes it hard for people these days to embrace their authentic self is the fact that society makes us feel like we have to do what everybody else is doing and be what everybody else is. Because if you decide to be different, it means going against the grain and stepping outside of the box, which puts us at risk for being judged, being disliked, or being rejected. Society has placed such an emphasis on If you don't have this, if you don't look like this, if you don't make this amount of money or have this material thing, then you're not accepted. So it makes many of us feel like we can't be who we truly are, all the way down to our likes and our dislikes. But let me remind y'all, the Bible says we are set apart. And when you are set apart, You are held to a higher standard and your purpose and calling is for a bigger picture. This is why embracing our authentic self is so important, especially for those in ministry. When you don't know who you truly are, this makes you hypersensitive to any and all outside influences because when you don't know who you are, that also makes room for people to tell you who you are and you'll begin to look outward for self-definition versus looking inward and upward. Upward meaning towards God. This is when people begin to try on other people's identities. Now, what exactly do I mean when I say trying on somebody else's identity? Well, for a quick definition, that means trying to be somebody else and do what somebody else is doing, sometimes to a T without even aligning with your own inner desires. It means mimicking somebody based on the fruit that they have produced and not the actually root or work that they have put in behind what they're doing not to be confused with inspiration. Inspiration draws a line between I want to look like, act like, dress like, talk like, walk like, do what this person is doing, have the same interests as this person, the same purpose as this person, without further exploration of your own interests, while also ignoring and not knowing your purpose or your gifts, talents, and abilities. This could be wanting the same business as somebody just because they're doing it. Sometimes it's blindly liking all the same things as another person without figuring out why we even like them. Um, inspiration, on the other hand, is the mental stimulation to do or be something for yourself. It's when you look at things that aren't superficial to the touch and become motivated to pursue these things for yourself, like someone's resilience, someone's strength, someone's ability to press on after adversity, those are inspiration traits. Such and such has a successful business and is doing hair, I want a successful business versus, I know I'm not a hairdresser, but let me go and do hair anyway because it's successful for her and I want that. That is what draws the line between inspiration and imitation. When trying on someone else's identity, you are motivated to mimic that person and copy everything that that person does with the hopes of producing the same result as them. The success, the looks, the acceptance, the admiration from others. This is dangerous, especially for my people in ministry. You start to abandon the assignments that God has on your life because you're distracted by what someone else is doing. God does not make carbon copies. He made us each specially made with a specific assignment and a specific purpose. So it's important to know yourself authentically and to adhere to that. I read a post on Instagram by Madi Woodard. It said, imagine copying me, but I'm doing what God told me to do. Whole time he told you to do something else. And now you're being disobedient. Woo, child. Okay. For my people with purposes, that's you listening because everybody has a purpose. Check your desires. Heavy on the check your desires. Because some of them do not fall into alignment with what God told you to do because you're distracted by outside sources and attracted to the wrong thing, which means you are no longer in alignment with God and what he told you to do. And this is why you see people start and stop all these different things. They pick up a million and one hats that they do and they don't succeed at none of them because they have picked up things that don't even belong to them. They've picked up these identities of other people, and they're trying to fit themselves into the identity of somebody else. And it's not working for them because that's not what God called you to do. That's not what God told you to be. And it's not going to work. Not to say that everything you do won't have difficulties or you won't be discouraged. However, you need to do a check with God to make sure that what you are doing is what he wants you to do. And not solely based off of what somebody else is doing, because it sounded like a good idea at the time. So what are some signs that you have not fully embraced your authentic self? One, you change how you act and talk according to who you're around. And I don't mean at places like jobs where you have to act accordingly, but you get around a certain group of people and you conform to that certain group of people. Um, Number two You don't know what you want in life or what you do want in life is solely based on an outside influence or your closest peers. So you're typically confused about pursuing certain things or you lack the joy and compassion for what you're already doing. Um, Four, you hate being alone and you can't sit in silent seasons. So without friends or being in relationships, you feel lonely and lost and you need people around you to make you feel whole and comfortable. Six, you believe everything everyone says about you that includes both good and bad. Seven, you are a people pleaser. Eight, you constantly struggle with low self-esteem and confidence unless you're being praised by others or have material success. Nine, you're motivated to copy or mimic others while abandoning your own gifts, talents, and abilities. Ten, you seek validation from outside sources. Eleven, you struggle with consistency and decision-making. Twelve, you have blind desires, and you don't know why certain things are the way that they are, or you conform easily, meaning you're a me too type of person. And these are signs that you may be out of alignment with your authentic self, and first and foremost, you might be out of alignment with God. I personally have gone through each of these things. I wasn't always confident. I struggled with low self esteem growing up, the people pleasing, the adapting, the people around me, all of the above. I've been there, and. We have to go through it to get to the other side of finding our authentic selves or we will continue to carry ourselves in these manners and then we'll end up losing ourselves. So what are some things we can do in order to readjust and realign? First and foremost, self-awareness is key. You have to be able to examine yourself and sit with yourself without outside noise or people. This is why silent seasons are so important. Asking yourself questions like, how do I feel? What do I feel? Why do I feel this way? Why do I behave this way or react this way? And it's something I need to work on with myself presenting itself. Self-awareness is key to reflecting and most importantly, it is a key to growth. I am so huge on self-reflection and self-awareness. This is why I've grown thus far and I continue to grow because I'm always sitting back and reflecting and taking an inventory because someone who is oblivious to their own ways remains stagnant to change and growth. You can't grow if you find nothing wrong with what you're doing or how you're thinking. Journaling, counseling, and spending time alone are all things that also bring self-awareness. Counseling by itself is where you can dig deep and self-analyze why you are the way that you are. In addition, it reveals and processes unrecognized trauma. Some of us are really dealing with things in our adult life that we have yet to deal with in our childhood. Journaling is where you can get your thoughts out and process them. I myself do all of the above. I journal. I'm in counseling. And I spend a lot of time by myself. And I think sometimes we mistake spending time with ourselves with being lonely. That is not what spending time alone means. It means basically quieting the noises and the influences around us and simply spending that time with ourselves to process how we feel. Um, Dating ourselves, getting to know ourselves. And overall, just being delicate with ourselves and taking that time to see how we really are doing. That time is also essential for restoring ourselves spiritually because that time should include spending time with God. When God is at the center of everything, you'll always be in alignment with him and yourself. Another thing we could do is making sure you have an accountability partner and people around you who are supportive. People who know you and can correct you in love when you fall short. Now, I hate to admit it, but this past year, I failed so miserably with this task. I had a friend who I noticed was a little off-centered and was really trying to find themselves, and instead of me correcting them in love, I actually became annoyed and became, you know, flustered with them, and I began to personalize their behavior instead of encouraging them not to lose themselves, The me too syndrome is what I call it. Me too syndrome is literally when someone is me tooing everything. Oh, I want my hair this way. Me too. Oh, I like this color. Me too. Oh, I want this car. Me too. Oh, I want to start this business. Me too. Oh, my favorite champagne is this. Me too. And the next thing you know, this person is trying on not only your identity, but the identity of everybody that begins to come around them. They start picking up pieces of you and their other friends or their other peers without even exploring their own desires. Or they just blatantly abandon who they are or how they are and start picking and trying on the characteristics from other people. You ever call somebody and just in cordial conversation, share a piece of information like a business idea or just even down to shopping or for me, it used to be like even things down to like my nails, like, oh, I like this nail thing. I I think I'm going to try this. Oh, girl, me too. I was just looking at that. Or I seen this dress in Target and they're like, oh, girl, I was going to pick that up too. Me too. Um, Those types of people are people who essentially are really looking for themselves because everything someone else does or says should not be a penetration of influence for you. So with this particular person, I started to feel and notice that they were putting on my identity from the hair to the nails, to the way I talk, to my favorite things, to what I want to do in life, to my business ideas. And what happens when somebody is in a me too phase of their life is that that person becomes off-centered. And if it is left unaddressed, what begins to manifest for me too syndrome is insecurity, jealousy, envy, competitive motives, feelings of inadequacy, comparison, and a boatload of everything else that comes along with Me Too Syndrome. So it's important to have people around you who can point out when you are off-centered and correct that in love. And if you're a person who is going through the phase of Me Too Syndrome, it's okay. Realign and reflect and go back to square one and ask yourself, why am I acting like this? Why am I off-centered? Because when you don't know yourself, you easily fall into codependent relationships with other people and everything that you are going through and everything that's around you should not influence or penetrate you to change who you are completely. And if you happen to be a person who has a friend or someone in your life who is going through this phase, it is essential that you are delicate with them and you just simply remind them of who they are and love on them and, and just be delicate with them in this phase because this is something that is a indicator that they are spiritually wide open And they just need realignment and redirection. So if this is someone that you love, in order to sacrifice their relationship, you have to be delicate with them. Moving along, embracing your authentic self also means filtering out what is centered on your own desires versus the expectations and desires of others. So I'm going to use myself as an example for this one. So in 2009, I graduated nursing school as an LPN for those who don't know. And once I got into it, I hated it. I then realized I was only doing it because everyone else was doing it and the money was appealing at the time and I just wanted to be what everybody else around me was doing. So I became a nurse and I hated it and I still hate nursing. I came to explore other options and then I found dentistry. That's where my passion sparked. But initially, I did nursing based off other people's desires from hearing my friends talk about it, from the expectations of my family to do it. Once I had mentioned it to them, they were like, oh, that's a good idea. Nobody ever asked me, like, is this really what you want to do? Everybody said money, 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 and you'd be successful because you're young, right? But nursing was not for me. It still isn't. And I learned that once I got into it. Having learned that, I quit nursing, um, I'm in dentistry, and I love it here. So asking yourself where did that desire come from helps you to filter out what comes from you and what comes from other people. If you enjoy cooking, don't let your friends and family talk you into being a Nassau technician. If you know you hate math and you know you hate paperwork, you know, stick to what you know you love and you know that aligns with who you are. That's not you. If you like to cook, be a chef figure out a way to open up a restaurant, figure out something to do that aligns with your core values. I even filtered out some of my financial interests. I used to romanticize about these humongous mega mansions. I know you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you see me post these extravagant mega mansions with all of this acres of land and 17 pools and elevator. Like that became a part of my vision of happiness at some point in time. So I had to go back And think like, where did I get this from? And when I went back and filtered out some of these ideas and who I really am, I came to realize I don't even want a mega mansion. I don't, I don't want a mega mansion. I don't need a mega mansion. I don't want one. And I'm such a simplistic person. And knowing that I'm such a simplistic person is why I went back and asked myself, where did this come from? I'm very extra, yes, but I'm very simple. And that means, you know, I'm okay with a $500,000 house or $800,000 house. I don't need a million dollar house for the rest of my life to be happy. As long as my little home is luxury and it's filled with family and love and it's to my standards, I'm cool with that. That's it. I don't need a mega mansion. I just don't. And I got that desire from somebody else. And I had to come back and realize that maybe... A mega mansion is something that they need to be happy, but that's them, that has nothing to do with me. So don't measure or compare your desires to anyone else's. What makes someone else them is what makes them them. What makes them happy is what makes them happy. You are a different person. Your path is different. Your interests are different. Your self-reflection of your future is different from other people. Your assignment from God is different. So even down to the simplest interests, go back and make sure that they align with you and your core values and your morals and your likes and your interests and your dislikes because we are meeting people and we are in relationship with people and we are picking up things that do not belong to us. So it's essential that you self-reflect and you check your desires. So yes, spend some time alone, date yourself, filter out where your desires come from, journal, get around people who love and know you, Don't try on other people's identities. Stop comparing yourself to others and trying to live up to the expectations of society and Instagram and outside sources. Ask yourself, does this align with who I truly am and what I like and what I dislike? Get counseling, live in your truth. Seek God Pray above all else, seek God and pray. Know that you have been set apart and your purpose is like nobody else's. It is okay to be different. It is okay to be unique. You will find yourself living a more confident and happy life when you get into alignment with who you truly are. Take it from me. I show up as me and nobody else and I love it here. I love, love, love it here. I feel good. I'm showing up and meeting new people as myself, and I walk into a room like, "Yes, my name is Jamika Price, A.K.A. J.B., the 32-year-old mother of two, the nurse who hates nursing, the aspiring dentist, the pilot, the mentor, the violinist, the podcast host, the entrepreneur, the bougie tomboy who lives in the suburb, but I'm from the hood, baby. Okay, up north, New York, Apple, the college graduate with the GED, who is sensitive but tough." I love classical music and jazz, and I'm a foodie, and my hairstyles, I love them simple. I love nude colors. My favorite pastime is eating at five-star restaurants, drinking my favorite Vouv champagne, but I appreciate Chick-fil-A in the park with a cup of ice water, okay? My favorite color is green. I like bugs and nature, and if I was not allergic to shellfish, I still wouldn't care. I always hated crab legs and lobsters to begin with. I am me. I am a child of God. I'm a good person and I am me unapologetically. Nobody is you, and that is your power. Once you start accepting that, you are opening up a whole new world of freedom and happiness and just owning who you are and walking into that. You will feel so much more liberated and so much more powerful as you wake up and live out your life. Make sure you are embracing your authentic self. And granted, nobody is perfect. We are all works in progress. But I found out who I was from doing all the things I spoke about in this episode. I'm no longer looking for myself. I found myself and I know who I am today. I am whole and I lack nothing. At this point in my life, I don't have anything to offer anybody except my authentic self. And when you know your worth, it's hard to be around people who don't know your worth. So when you see my confidence, know that it came from God first and foremost, but also everything that I mentioned in this podcast and just getting to know Jamaica, trying new things and adhering to my core values and myself. There is such a freedom with showing up as your authentic self. The right people will begin to show up and the people who are meant for you will fall out of alignment. Be okay with not being liked. You're not for everybody and everybody isn't for you. Because when you are called to a higher purpose and God has a divine assignment on your life, there are going to be people who don't like you. You have to be okay with that. So trust the process and dig deep and reflect and step into who God has called you to be unapologetically, unapologetically. And that is my word for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, This season is about sitting in silent seasons and getting focused and aligned and getting closer to God, as well as living out a more bold and confident life as we step into our purposes. I am so excited to share with you guys what God has in store for me as well as my journey that I'm on with healing and growth. All these episodes are not going to be so serious, you guys. I do have some fun ones lined up. We're going to talk about luxury and how to be a high-value woman or a high-value man. And we are just going to have fun with this thing this season. So thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys stay tuned. Of course, we are going to end with our famous affirmation. And our affirmation goes, I affirm. I am stepping into my best self. My confidence increases every day. I am born to do great things. I am powerful in all that I do. I embrace every part of who I am. My future has no limitations. I am owning my authentic self, unapologetically. I affirm. Thank you guys again so much for tuning in. I am so happy to be back. I'm so happy for what God is doing in my life and with this podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, walk into every room as your authentic self and nobody else. Love you guys. Every lesson has a blessing And there's a reason why I'm reppin' Hold on, wait, wait a second, wait a second Let me brag on oh my God He the truth, yeah, he's showing off Yeah, I promise he never took a loss If I'ma tell it, I gotta tell it all Wait a second, let me brag on oh my God Here the truth, I ain't just telling y'all You can count it, he never took a loss And if I'ma tell it, I gotta tell it all Hold on, wait a second, let me brag on oh my God